I'm surprised this wasn't NC-17. Honestly, the violence in it was pretty gnarly, and it had a fuck ton of sex. It did. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't throw around the term blood orgy that often. Unfortunately, we don't throw around the term blood orgy. Uh, but I can safely say that I've seen one now. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's not as it's not as exciting as you'd think. Would I think? I would think blood or yeah, whatever. We're the cellar Wait, dwellers. No, <laughs> hold on. Uh, we're not doing the intro yet. I want you to explain. All right. Uh, so when I hear the term blood orgy, what comes to mind is either metal as fuck, or I find that pairing of words very goofy at the same time. So, uh, seeing a blood orgy on screen in full... You said this was your third one that you'd seen. Well, then I kind of <laughs> had to retract a little bit, because the one in Hostel 2 isn't technically an orgy. It's a blood bath. A singular woman takes a blood bath. Well, yeah, you can't have a one-person orgy. Orgies are no fun when nobody wants to do it with you. And then the other one is American Horror Story, the season with uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, what's next, Lord Goo Goo? Listen, that's uh, <laughs> that's not my joke. I don't take credit for listen, that. Listen, I'm going to do my best not to kink shame you for your interest in blood orgies. Um, I'm going to let you know it's hard. It's You're hard? <laughs> I'm going to let you know I'm hard. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now I'm hard. And now that that's out of the way, we're the Cellar Dwellers. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to our regular format. Uh, hopefully, y'all liked our little video experiment. We had a lot of fun doing it. Colby uh, said he had fun learning Premiere. Yeah, I feel like I've learned a little bit of a, a new skill. I feel like uh, with with the video and now the Manson film... Uh, by the way, we're covering a film from... Uh, what year, technically? A few of them. A few of them. So, uh, from 1996 is the one that seems to be tossed around the most, is when this movie started making the rounds. Uh, but 2003 is when the cut that we saw officially came out. It's called The Manson Family. The Manson Family. Uh, or, as the title screen of the film says, uh, Charlie's Family. According to the movie itself, it's called Charlie's Family. According to everything else on the internet, though, it's called The Manson Family, with no mention of it being called we, Charlie's Family. We are some sort of detectives. We've uncovered something that apparently the internet has not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the score, the album that was made in conjunction with the film, is called the is called Charlie's Family. Hmm. But that's the closest I can get to figuring out why the title screen said Charlie's Family. Interesting. And I'd like to note right off the top that this movie uh, I'd heard about for a while as just kind of being um, a nasty exploitation flick about the Manson murders, and uh, was looking into purchasing it because. It's up my alley of, of something that I'd like to add to my collection. You've purchased worse. I've purchased, I've absolutely purchased <laughs> worse, uh, content-wise and quality-wise, and uh, could not find a copy. I found, only today did I notice that the DVD dropped significantly in price, but I didn't want the DVD because a Blu-ray existed, but that shit's $100. Yeah, what a joke. Yeah, Severin did a uh, re-release of it, I guess, a while back, and that sold out so quickly that now copies of it go for a hundred bucks but our beloved future sponsor tubi daddy tubi always coming through always coming in clutch has a uh 
a copy of it streaming. Yes, with ads, but uh, it looks great. The unrated version. The unrated. The Be- Because Tubi knows how this podcast works. Yeah, the 95-minute cut. There is an R-rated 84-minute cut. Um, I'm really curious... It would have had to have just been, like, sex and the end gore. The stabs. The stabs. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll get to the stabs we'll later. We'll get to the stabs. So, uh, a, little, a little background on this is it seems uh, the reason why it struggled with release date is due to financing. So, it went through a bunch of film festivals um, in the 90s, and the director just couldn't get this thing made. Jim Van, Van Beber? Jim Van Beber. I don't like saying his name because I feel like I'm saying it wrong. It sounds like <laughs> I'm saying it wrong. You're right. But and, that's his name. I don't, I, there's no other way to... It's, it's not Bieber. Jim Van Beber. <laughs> it's Beber. <laughs> he uh, wrote, directed, produced, edited, co-starred, and finance. We got another story. auteur on our hands. <laughs> another auteur. And apparently, he really is within this genre. Uh, there's another film of his uh, that is called Deadbeat at Dawn that is uh, among like the Video Nasty era style movies that has been on Shudder. I think it just left, which I'm really irritated about. It's always, it always happens like it that. It always happens. Like right when I'm like, okay, I'm ready to watch it, it gets removed. Um, so especially after seeing this, I want to see the other stuff that he's done. I'm, I'm curious. Um, let's yeah, let's get that out of the way. This movie was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I would absolutely watch it again if Severn ever re-releases it. I would totally pick up a copy of it because I'd love to see the extras that are on there. Uh, For sure, that would be really. The supplemental features would be sick yeah. on this. Thing. I would love to see some interviews. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just like a lot about this movie that you can kind of read into. That's really neat. Like there, um, the music supervisors outside of it being composed, the music being composed by members of Skinny Puppy in a band that they were calling Download, uh, which apparently uh, for if anybody's screaming like Download was a real band, they were. It wasn't just for this movie. Their third album was called Charlie's Family for this movie, but the music supervisor was uh, Phil Anselmo, the vocalist of pantera and he does a voice cameo toward the end as the voice of the devil we've got uh again the director pops up as bobby and he's he's a prominent character in the movie and obviously within the manson realm and and also rocks a prominent uh bad fake mustache. holy shit like like look like looks like it's glued on this movie's more or less well done for its budgetary restraints very competent uh, very, very competently made. It it feels like uh, straight up like a more fucked version of Natural Born Killers, which is already a fucked which up is already movie. a fucked up movie. Um, but it, you're right; it has that kind of like almost mockumentary, yep, very much like satire. But I think this one like makes it work even more than a lot of those kinds of. I movies. agree. I agree, and, and, uh, and I think a big part of that is because the like uh, documentary kind of. Uh, edit style that they, they mm-hmm. have just works really yeah. well. Like I believe it exactly. Like I know that I'm what I'm watching is fake, and that the interviews and at the beginning though we were questioning it, which is cool. Yeah, we were like, okay, is some of this footage real and some of it fake? Like we weren't fully sure, and because we'd seen it described as a docudrama, and I understand most of the time that's said it is referring to the film being fictional, but because of the style that it's presented in, 
some of the interviews, like at the beginning, the the newscasters specifically were like, is that a real newscast that they're showing right now? It's super believable. Yeah. And come to, no, none of it's real. It's all, it's all either recreations of real events or just completely fictional events that happened. And that just makes it so much more impressive. Yeah. And it was cool. And they were intercutting it. Like right from the beginning, we were introduced to a uh, face dildo of an American flag dildo. Like a mask. Yeah. Like, like a mask that has an American flag dildo like attached Like a strap on for it. your mouth. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. 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 Huh. And uh, this dude is like tied up and gagged and getting like shocked with shit. And it's very confusing. Very confusing. We didn't know, we didn't know what was happening. And I think I said like, I, I, don't, I don't know if this happened with the Manson <laughs> family. Like I've never heard about this aspect <laughs> of it. I must have missed this one. <laughs> but as the movie goes on, you're realizing that... It's cutting between essentially this documentary that this newscaster is making with his present day. So uh, at the end, we find out it's 25 years after that this newscaster exists in. And those scenes are the 25 years later, like strung out punk kids that are like taking Charlie's lead. Yeah, we keep throughout the entire movie when we're not seeing the kind of documentary style stuff of like Charlie's family and, and kind of the 70s, 60s era stuff. Uh, we're seeing like these this modern time stuff, and it took us uh, probably about halfway through for us to realize that oh yeah, this is this is okay, this is in the modern times. Yeah, these we, we kind of assumed that these the like emo uh, emo punks like punk they're, drug, they're drug addicts. They're straight up drug addicts. They're not yeah. they're, like they may dress like uh, late nineties punks would, but they are they're just straight up strung out dickheads. <laughs> You said it was heroin specifically. Uh, according that, right? according to what I read, it said they were heroin addicts, whereas like the Manson family were all fucked up. There's speed. a lot of drugs in this movie. A lot of drugs, and we are not experts on drugs. No, not at all. <laughs> like especially, well, just like the drug paraphernalia. We couldn't even figure figure out what some of the things. It were. looked like they opened a like they were just smoking like the ink of a pen. We're like so, that's what the we're tool so looks like. We, don't know. we're, we, we don't are know so anything. fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is very <laughs> like, fair. <we're> so <laughs> that is super fair. Uh, but yeah, this movie, if you have any passing, uh, knowledge of the Manson family murders, the Tate and, uh, LaBianca murders, uh, it's going to take a while for that shit to happen, and even then, it's still a really interesting flick. The violence does not start until the last half hour of the movie. We're getting blood orgies, we're getting mad titties, mad ding-dong, all throughout the fucking movie, leading up to... I Okay, I need to get this out of the way, that I fucking am horrified of being stabbed. Yeah. have no goddamn interest in being stabbed, like most people, but... The thought of being stabbed really, like, deeply turns my stomach. And this movie uh, probably has some of the most brutal stabbings in it that I've seen. Some of the most impressive, like, practical yeah. effects stabbings. They're not cutting the away. The blood looks good. Like, a lot like, of times they show it going yeah, in, which is yeah. very rare in yeah. these kinds of movies. And it's, you're right, it is really, like, it gets under your skin, literally. Yeah. And... <laughs> Oh, it, it made me cringe so many times. Yes, yeah. and and violence doesn't typically make me cringe. No. Like we're we're pretty desensitized to this shit. But stabbing always always bugs me, and this this took it to a level that I haven't seen in a minute. And I honestly kudos. Honest, it's you you got quantity and quality. <laughs> yeah, seriously. For these for this that movie last stabs. half hour is just stabbing. So much stab. Stab the movie. Oh, that was in that's Scream too. <laughs> stab the movie, yeah. Stab the movie, yeah. Um, 
prior to this movie, the the only other movie that I can really think of, and it's it's funny because we made a connection to this guy while watching this. Uh, the only other movie that I can think of that really impacted me with a stabbing scene was uh, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Which I haven't seen. Yeah, in the opening, there's a sequence where Michael Myers is in a hospital and he's stabbing a nurse. And I had, pr- prior to this movie, not seen a stabbing that felt more, like, just straight up evil and, like, just mean. Just like a fucking mean scene. Like, you hear... Like, Michael Myers doesn't make noise in, like, the original movies. And in Rob Zombie's opening, like, he's grunting while stabbing this nurse. And it's, like, really power... It's, like, almost punch stabbing. Fucked up. This movie had that shit. <laughs> and it makes sense because we... Uh, there is the, the eternal line of... I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business, uh, which Rob Zombie aped for the character Otis in The Devil's Rejects, where he said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. And I'm okay admitting that I only thought that it was from The Devil's Rejects. Which is a-okay. <laughs> I Honestly, didn't know. It's, that, that, shows, that shows some innocence to you, Colby. I'm so naive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so innocent. Uh, and yeah, Otis is blatantly based on Charles Manson from the look alone. And sound. And sure. sound, like the talk. Uh, yeah, his voice. <laughs> God damn it. Hey man, hey man. We can't. Henry Zabrowski does it way better than we could, and that voice makes me fucking cough. <laughs> One of the few voices that makes you cough. I can do, I can do ooh, all day long, but I can't talk like Charles Manson. I'm kind of bummed that more voices don't make you cough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I'll get stuck in a voice and not stop doing it. This is true. Uh, so the way that this is presented, as we said, is like a, a uh, faux documentary, and it cuts between, uh, very briefly cuts between the the newscaster like editing or watching footage but it's mostly just interviews with uh fictionalized versions of the manson family and just showing how they essentially got indoctrinated via sex and drugs and there's a lot of both there's a a lot of both a lot of a lot of outdoor really sweaty or wet or dirty sex going on what sounds worse to you car sex or wet damp forest sex on the on the floor well because one of them is a literal impossibility i'm going to have to say uh the forest sex is worse because i was we we were talking about it while watching we'd get all itchy just I, like come on i think my skin is too sensitive i, I definitely for that. yeah, yeah. Uh, i would get too itchy uh, i would be scared that bugs are crawling all over me and then you know, I didn't even like running through a sprinkler as a kid because I didn't like okay. getting the grass on. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't right. into that. I wasn't an indoor. Boy Every party like has you. a pooper, and the pooper is me, sir. Yeah, you just pooped all over this party. I'm literally shitting myself right now. So they keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if, if you have any history, like I said at the top of this. Uh, it kind of just follows what you know with kind of, I don't even want to say exaggerated versions because I'm sure these people were even more crazy. We kept asking ourselves throughout the movie, we were like, did this really happen? And nine times out of ten it was yes. Most of the time, yeah. And we kept yeah. being surprised that it yeah. was like, yes, this did actually happen. For instance, there is a scene uh, later in the film where Charlie shoots somebody. And I was like, Charlie never shot anybody or hurt anybody like that. Yeah, Charlie was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. <laughs> uh, no, he 100% did. Charlie Manson stand over here. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I will say the closest I will get to uh, anything nice about Charles Manson is saying that his music was fine. Sounded ex- it sounded like the era. 
It was just boring fucking singer-songwriter folk music. When are you going to do a cover? You coward. (laughs) There's a debate within music about that type of shit. The validity of someone. eh, That's for another pod. That's for our version of No Dogs in Space at some point. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, the, the the shitty music in horror movies. The shitty music in horror movies, which we'll do. You know what? It's just going to be an entire podcast about the fucking music from the woman. <laughs> I can't remember that dude's name. Sean. Uh, Sean. It's Sean S. Something. Yeah, he. Sean shit. Bad stuff. Sean shit. Yeah. Sean Fuck shit. you, Sean shit. Sorry, man. Come fight us. If Lucky McKee ever ended up listening to that episode and followed uh, followed along for some reason and hears this, I'm sorry for bashing on your buddy. You wrote some bad songs for your movie. Yeah, sorry, buddy. One thing I do want to say uh, that is really, really cool about this movie is that while it was made in you know the late 90s, it nails the... Late seven or like, like early seventies, seventies like gritty uh, the, grindhouse. That's the word I've been looking for. It, grindhouse feel. Like I would have assumed that this was made in the seventies. One hundred percent. I didn't know any better, yep. and and that's pretty impressive. Like everything from like the uh, kind of documentary footage mm-hmm. to the interview, the talking heads yep. of the, like the Manson family's like future selves, mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of like and like yeah, you could tell like it was the same actress with like some hair coloring and like makeup done but it didn't none of it looked cheesy the acting was like really good too yeah. it, it it seemed like real people talking mm-hmm. but we know that they're acting and that's yep. it was pretty cool the one thing uh with Tex Tex Watson like yep. the m- more well known yep. guy uh, they never explained why in his talking head he's uh, a priest. Yeah, I don't know. Did that happen? I have no we idea. We didn't look that part up. I have up. no idea. I'll leave that a mystery. But his kind of uh, comparing to uh, his priest self mm-hmm. to his like Manson family days self, complete opposites. And it yeah. is so funny to hear them talk like yeah. in cuts next to each other. And it just shows how well his performance was that he was could awesome. pull both off. He's yeah. the dude who stabs up so many times. Fuck, he dude. stabs... For the last 30 minutes, probably 100 times. Yeah. And it was... Bobby was the one who kicked off the stabbings, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that is played by our boy Jim Van Beber. The director, writer. The director, writer. Uh, editor, all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He... And he does a great job. The only... And the only slight in terms of effects, like we said earlier, is his fake-ass mustache in the older version. Truly. That is the only thing. Yep. And I'm like... You had it in the in the old. Uh, Just footage. grow a mustache. Grow it again. <laughs> Says <laughs> like, the guy with the great mustache. Over hey, today took me fucking so long. Again, I totally mean that compliment. I know. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, like that's that's the only slight that I have. Uh, outside of, uh, if you're not of our ilk, if you're not of the cellar dwellers ilk. Uh, the drugs and sex and then eventual violence could be very gratuitous. You did say that it, some of the sex is unsimulated. Yeah, I didn't notice we, it. We couldn't quite tell. Yeah, I, we in didn't reading, see penetration. No, there was no penetration. Uh, in, in reading more, it said it was the oral sex, and that would have been a man on a woman. Uh, during the blood orgy. During the blood orgy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember now. Yeah. So okay. there's that one shot where there is... But you're still not seeing it. You just see, like, their mouth with a bunch of bush hair. That's because I'm distracted by the blood. There was a lot of blood. From, okay. A dog. Also, yeah, a dog. They straight up slit a dog. That was the first throat slit in the movie, because there's two. Uh, innocent, yeah, there's two. Innocent dog. They straight, that dog was cute. 
And they were holding it, and then they just slit its throat for this blood orgy. The blood keeps pouring, let me tell you. It bugged me. I didn't um, like that. Speaking of group sex, <laughs> uh, um, the, early in the movie, before it gets, starts to get like more violent, mm-hmm. uh, and it's mostly just they were smoking a lot of uh, weed and... Doing a lot of acid. Having a lot of just group sex. Yep. And uh, Tex, I think, uh, in his one of his Talking Head interviews, he's talking about, you know... Oh, right, right, right. Their uh, shared experiences. And he says, uh, sometimes the group lovemaking was comical. <laughs> and sometimes it was, what, devastating? Devastating. Like, yeah. What? I need more context like, there. Yeah, that's a big, That's those are two completely different degrees. Man. Comical how? Com- devastating yeah. how? Yeah. I mean, acid, uh, neither of us have, again, we're not drug boys. They were, on, we have to, we, that is something we do have to remember, like, the whole Manson family was on drugs. They were fucked the in the entire head entire time, and not yeah. just weed. Like they were doing no. acid, and then eventually meth. Like exactly. speed. Like it, it went from this. Okay, to give anybody who doesn't know the bare minimum history of this, like the Manson family is what essentially killed the free love movement. Uh, so the let's experiment with drugs, let's experiment with our bodies. Manson took that, perverted it, and pushed it to the extreme, to the eventual, essentially, we do not exist as individuals, we exist as a consciousness, and you're going to listen to what I say, and then the murders happen. He was all about ego death early e- on. Yeah, even though he had the most inflated ego of Largest anybody. ego in history. Yeah. <laughs> Smallest man. He is so tiny. Ti- and the actor that they got to play him is a tiny little guy. They nailed it. Did a very good job. So small, voice was not great, but it's fine. Yeah, vo- I forget, voice I forget, is I fine. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Definitely better voices, but had the look and had the height. It's it's weird because I feel like we've seen a lot of Manson things in the last few years. Yeah, and the fact, like, I haven't seen a single thing about Tarantino talking about this movie. Um, I, sh- I haven't Googled Tarantino and the Manson family, but... There's a lot of feet in this movie, though. There is a lot of feet. <laughs> Nowhere near as many feet as fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, though. No, but we can tell that... Let's just say Quentin probably loved this movie in the 90s. Oh, my God. I mean, they straight up talk about dirty feet in this. They're like, oh, yeah, feet are so dirty. And Tarantino's like... Ugh. Just having a great grand time. Christian just masturbated in front of me. I just want you guys to know that. Sorry. I'm quick. Call me Quitsilla. Good stuff, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've gotten... Uh, there's... I think it's called Charlie's Girls or something like that. It's uh, the Doctor Who guy uh, plays Charles Manson. Matt Smith. Yeah. <clears throat> Matt Smith. I haven't seen that yet. I've heard it's pretty good. I haven't either. Um, then we've got, obviously, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've got Mindhunter. The series had a great depiction. It's the same guy from Once Upon a Time. And he had, like, no lines in Once Upon a yeah. Time. Uh, but he had a lot of lines he in He was Mind great Hunter. in Mindhunter. Yeah. I am so bummed that Mindhunter's not uh, <sighs> assumedly coming back. Yeah, Fincher needs to fucking get his act yeah. together. Um, but then, um, there, what else? Was there There was one? the one uh, starring the, the queen, Hilary Duff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is Charles Manson in that movie? I don't know. Wait, Say what it's called again. Uh, the Haunting of Sharon Tate. And it's like a supernatural take It's taking on like this? a paranormal supernatural bent to the murders, saying, I guess they were possessed, and that's how she died. The it, family, it wasn't all the meth. It was, yeah, it had nothing to do with the meth. It had no. nothing to do with brainwashing, uh, being in a cult. None of that. Uh, the, the, safe to say the, the Tate family uh, is upset about that film being made. I'm sure it was so well done, though, and, and like, 
I think it's well on Prime. made. I think it's streaming on Prime. Ugh. Uh, it's it's one that that seems like one that you will watch eventually. It would be one that once I re-enter the world of inebriation, I would probably throw on at some point. When you do, let me know. I will let you know because I am curious. But I've also heard that it is is one. It's just one of those boring bad movies. Uh, those are the worst kind. Yeah. So I'm not. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Sure. Always. Sure. Always. <laughs> always. I will always give bad movies a Unfortunately, show. that is true. I love them. Uh, so yeah, for the first hour, this is an hour and 35 minute long. For the first hour, we get uh, orgies. We get backstory of all the characters. Most of them are just talking about... One of the, one of the women talks about how she was uh, uh, going to school to be a nun or like in the covenant to be a nun prior to meeting Charlie. And this is like right after an outdoor sex scene with Tex. A gross one, too. A gross... This is where... Well, <laughs> we couldn't tell that it was raining until right at the end of the sex scene. Because uh, they just looked sweaty as fuck. Ugh. And just covered in mud. It was gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just... That scene is now playing in my head right now. And I was like, they looked so wet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so we just really... like. It's, it's hard to talk about because during this stuff... It is mostly the history of what happened leading up to the murders. Then we get the, I don't want to say exaggerated, but the the murders that are... are... Before before we get to the murders, though, uh, there is an important thing that we need to talk about. Which is? There is a certain shirt in this movie. The boob shirt. That plays a prominent role. Yeah. Uh, a prominent also, role in our lives, at least. I mean, I, I would wear the shirt. Uh, I would love to own this shirt. Would you wear it? Um, I, I mean, I say that I would wear it. I absolutely would be too scared to wear it. I think I'd be too public, scared. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, it, I'm a clown, so I, I, I like I talk a big game and then uh, crumble the second <laughs> that I'm presented with the reality of my choice. Essentially, um, the the character that we talk, we mentioned earlier that uh, Charles shoots. Yeah, uh, the, he's a drug dealer. Essentially, uh, lots text. of Papa. Lots of Papa, yeah, that's his name. Great name. Uh, and Charlie thought he was a Black Panther. Oh, Charles Manson is a racist fuck. So he, I mean, he wanted a race war. Yeah, he wanted the a race war. That's racist. what Helter Skelter was all about. Yep. It was he believed the blacks and the whites were going to have a giant race war, and he was going to be the one to start it. Um, so uh, I, I'm assuming under Charlie's uh, direction, Tex rips off these drug dealers, like just steals the money. They, I mean, none of them had or jobs. Or steals the drugs. None of them had jobs. The like, they were all... During during this first hour, it just shows, like, what they were doing yep. when they weren't drugs having and sex. Yeah. And it fun. was ripping people off, dumpster diving. Oh, uh, yeah. Trash yeah. humpers over here. <laughs> that, that scene was pretty gross, just digging <laughs> through the trash. But uh, it shows how Charlie was uh, uh, trying to get a music career going, as I had mentioned. Um, they, I think they, they rightfully leave out a lot of those details because it just doesn't matter. Uh, and people try to equate uh, his failed attempts at stardom as a reason why this happened. It, this shit was going to happen no matter what. No, he's sure. a sociopath. He like, was a sociopath. Full, sure, full. would it have? Would it may have changed the trajectory a little bit had he become famous? Yeah, but do I think that he still would have run a fucking cult and murdered, uh, led people to murder people? One hundred percent, because he was a racist piece of shit. Yeah, he just wanted to. He wanted to kill people, but didn't want to do it himself. Exactly. So uh, he gets Tex, or Tex rips off these drug dealers. They then kidnap uh, two of the Manson girls and try to essentially extort Tex into coming so they can beat the shit out of him, kill him, whatever they need to do, get, get, their, get the comeuppance. 
Um, but Charlie ends up showing up. And uh, that is when we are introduced to the drug dealer's like henchman, essentially. Like bodyguard. Bodyguard. Okay, yeah. Who is wearing uh, a beautiful button-up collared shirt that is covered in black and white images of breasts. Just just a boob shirt. Yep. Like, never seen anything like it. Nope. Fully unique. Uh, I'm not much of a, you know, high fashion guy. Um, but yeah, I think this is pretty high fashion. I, I would say, I think this was the height of fashion, and everything since has just been downhill. Yeah. I yeah. mean, why wear anything after seeing that? Agreed. You and know? they, uh, Bobby specifically liked it so much that after they, uh, Okay, so this is where we first looked up, like, oh, did Charlie do that? This is where he shoots the drug dealer after having, like, a pretty nice exchange, because he's a manipulative piece of shit. Right. Uh, Tricks them. He, like, uh, purposefully, I assume, positioned his six-shooter gun to uh, have a blank or, like, not have a bullet in the cartridge when he pulled the trigger to be like, look, see, man, it's not even loaded. Look, see, man. Look, see, man. Oh, hey, hey, you call yourself the C-Man. I am the C- We're the C-Men. Well, true. Yeah, as but, a but, team. But as you like to call yourself yeah, I'm the, the C-Man. C-Man. Well, I've done it so much, Hannah calls me C-Man now, and it's very funny She does? Me. What in, a like, weird... In, on my Valentine's Day card, it was addressed to C-Man. Oh, your guys' pet names are weird. Yeah, I call her Turtle with a D. Like, Turd-le. Yeah. She's the poop queen. It's not my doing. Love is beautiful. Love, <laughs> I love love. Didn't we say that last time? Yeah, I mean, that, that's our new thing. <laughs> love, we, love. we don't kink shame and we love love. We love love. Uh, he shoots... Uh, the reason I looked it up is because the movie does not show that the drug dealer lives. Uh, it kind of just makes it seem like he dies. Look, it makes it seem like he's shot right in the forehead. Exactly. Which didn't happen. The yeah. dude lived. Yeah. Um, which then goes back to, yeah, Charlie never personally killed somebody, but he did orchestrate all of this shit. Um, he was too small to kill anybody. He couldn't, he, he, his, he couldn't his, reach. His arms weren't strong enough to hold yeah. up one of those heavy guns. <laughs> yeah, the the gun that they're using has like an obnoxiously long barrel too, and he keeps it in the front of his pants. And I'm like, how could you bend your tiny little legs with that <laughs> fucking barrel down your pants? Little toothpick legs. God. Uh, so he shoots the drug dealer, and then late the next time that we see Bobby, he's wearing that bodyguard shirt so i'm like oh they must have gone and fucked that dude up and stolen his shirt listen when you when you see a piece of clothing that you know is that it just draws you in you know yeah. I, don't, I don't know it's it's like a it's like a moth to a lamp tractor beam yep suck me right in suck me right in <laughs> i can't make that noise as well as he can the tractor beam noise <laughs> if you guys know if you don't know what we're talking about figure it out because we're not handing you this shit Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's Dumb and Dumber. It's fucking funniest movie. I mean, yeah, the greatest movie of all time. Love it. Um, so from there, uh, that's that's the first instance of real violence. Um, that was that after the blood orgy, or was that? I think that preceded the blood orgy. I think it was right before the yeah. blood orgy. So I think that happened. That started the violence, and then the blood orgy is essentially showing that they're all in this now. And this was, was this the same night where they like? pretended to crucify yes yeah uh and we made the joke about passion of the christ evil. yes uh so they pretended to like crucify charlie and then because he, keeps saying, to... he keeps saying that he's jesus yeah well the way that the manson girl said it's like he's christ without telling us that he's christ he would just look at us and say like do you know who i am <laughs> it's like oh he must be christ <laughs> yeah your first instinct is yeah jesus oh yeah yeah you're jesus jesus was about four feet tall <laughs> I just want to dunk on how tiny he Jesus is. had a swastika carved, carved into, his, into his fucking forehead. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Jesus, I'm pretty sure Jesus is like, it's biblical that he said, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. <laughs> I, I think that's from Psalms. Yeah, that's somewhere in Psalms. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we go to the blood orgy, and then the reason why uh, this movie is mostly notorious starts to happen. As we said, the stabbings begin. This was kind of our guess. We yeah. like we like obviously the first hour of the movie. There's some there's some stuff in there. A lot of graphic sex. A lot of it's it's not even I, graphic sex to me. It's just a lot of naked it's people just a rubbing, lot of nudity, rubbing their bodies together, rubbing their bodies together. It's it it feels like a '70s sex scene. It's that's another thing. Yeah. It just it, it really has the, the grindhouse vibes. Yeah, but like down one hundred percent. Yeah, um, and even like usually when movies try to recreate that shit with that grainy filter, like it's shot on film with cigarette burns and all that, it looks bad. It looks bad, and this it just worked in this movie. I it I don't really know how to explain why it worked. It just looked yeah. I, it looked believable. Yeah, it just it just worked. Yeah. Um, uh, so from here, I can't remember the guy's name, but they're essentially, it's Bobby and uh, one of the Manson girls are holding this guy up that they know, or that Charlie knows at least. The, the, uh, the that, yogi what? guy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like he keeps uh, repeating this mantra over and over and over again. Yeah, this uh, Buddhist mantra mm-hmm. according to the subtitles, what did it say? Um I don't remember. Like something like sinister or like intimidating Buddhist chant. (laughs) Um, So he keeps repeating this thing after he gets hurt because what happens is they're there. uh, It looks like they're all just getting high together. And then all of a sudden uh, Bobby reveals the real reason why they're there is to extort him for money. Uh, $20,000, I think. Because he apparently uh, stole a thousand tabs of mescaline. Yeah. Which... That, I don't, first of all, don't really know what mescaline is. I don't really either. But that's a lot. <laughs> that is a, that's a lot of anything. That's a lot of anything, yeah. especially for like a group of ten people. Yeah, like I couldn't eat a thousand Cheez-Its in one sitting. I'd be willing to try. I'd be willing to try. I don't think I could get past 500. That's a lot of fucking It's a lot of Cheez-Its. Yeah. Let's just always relate drugs to cheese use. We're, I use Cheez-Its. We're almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We're like, okay, so how many Skittles do we get? How many M&Ms do we put over there? M&Ms are heroin. Ugh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in, like, uh, I hit, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be 29 in, like, a month. Yeah. Fuck. All right. We need to do more hard drugs. Yeah, we do, dude. We need to learn more the about 20s, life. Your 20s is the last time you can do this hard is the drugs. Year. This is the year that I have to do all of the drugs. Fuck. All right. Well, all if right. I, if I, all right, if I end up murdering some famous people, I'm sorry. I'm doing it for the pod, okay? Yes. Publicity for I'm the pod. I'm doing this for the chat. Thanks, chat. It's all for you. It's all for you. Thank it's you. It's all for you, chat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one of the funnier lines in the movie to me was during this scene, Bobby is, uh, has, well, I don't think he has a weapon out at this point, but he's like, you need to give us a lot of money. And he's like... How does 40 bucks sound? <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be in the 70s, but that just killed me. He that wa- was very he, funny. He wanted 20 grand. Yeah, he's like, no, how about 20 grand? And the dude's like, I don't fucking have that. And he's like, where's the th- uh, thousand tabs of mescaline? And he's like, I don't have that either. And they like turn his house over and like nothing's there. Can't find anything. They tie him up. Uh, and th- this is when he's doing his chant over and over. And uh, uh, from there, they call Charlie. Like, he says he doesn't have it. Like, what do we do? And this is 
this is when things start and he pulls out a dagger it's not even a knife it's like, like it's, a it's like a silver dagger it yeah. looks like from a fantasy exactly thing. <laughs> yeah uh he has a dagger and he just starts stabbing the this dude. is when the stabbing starts yeah uh he yeah it's just mean the dude's tied up he can't really move at all and then he eventually gets up after being stabbed a fuck ton and like starts moving toward the stairs falls down the stairs and they suffocate him there they put pillows so he stops screaming and then he just bleeds out and dies yeah uh, and that is gnarly. Yeah, this is when like yeah. it, the Manson family is like introduced to the like this level of violence yeah. because they're doing like super hard drugs, and yeah. so it just is like that combined with all the brainwashing. And they said they were secretly doing speed in the movie. Yeah, which cause... is like if you're secretly doing speed among Charles Manson. Yeah, like what else are you doing yeah. openly? <laughs> yeah, because they were, I mean, they were all openly doing acid and smoking weed, so the fact that they were, se- and openly doing speed, so if they were also secretly doing it, then you're just doing a fuck ton of speed. That's a lot of speed. I mean, hey, it makes you want to stab people really fast. <laughs> yeah. Really fast. So with that, Charlie takes that as essentially like, Helter Skelter started. The race war has The beginning. race war has begun, even though they fucking killed a white dude. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Charlie's just a dumbass. They, but they, didn't they write something, like, pigs? Uh, that was once they did the Tate murder. But he did it again, or he did it first there, because he drew the, uh, like, a claw. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so he did, they did start the writing, and apparently, the history behind that, if I remember correctly, is that they were trying to write shit that they thought, like, gangs would write. Because they wanted the police to, to blame To think it, it was black people yeah, doing it. Yeah. Uh, which is so fucked, but they were fucked in the head. Right. So, uh, yeah, here, t- uh, Bobby uh, mm. basically, like, tried he <laughs> tried to draw, like, a Black Panther paw. Paw, yeah, yeah. Out of blood, which, you know. It was what, what, what they showed was pretty hilarious. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't that far off from what it actually looked Fair like. Fair enough, yeah. Because these were not uh, what I would call talented people. No, they're artists, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have the book that you I have said a, yeah. you love Charles Manson's music earlier. <laughs> I heard you say it. I have a, a John Waters book called Role Models, and John Waters has become friends with a handful of the Manson girls that were in jail and have gotten out of jail since. Uh, he attended their trials, all of them. He's a cra- he does that for fun. He goes to like murder trials and just sits in the audience. Does that make me want to kind of just murder somebody so that I can hope that John Waters shows up in my murder trial? Like, yo, dude, yo, dude, big fan of Pink Flamingos. I did this for you. <laughs> Do it for the pod. Uh, I, I run Cellar Dwellers Podcast. Uh, <laughs> look up Christian Perez. Look him up. Look him up. He, uh, he. No, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want an audio clip of me saying that I like Manson's music because I don't. <laughs> Listen, I do I'll not isolate that. Have I listened to it? Yes, I've checked it out. It's it's fine. Um, More than once? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have checked it out a couple times. Uh, the There's an argument made in this movie that I think plays into why Waters uh, ended up befriending these people is one of the Manson girls said, like, I'm being continuously punished for something I did in my 20s or when I was 20, which... I, well, you absolutely need to be punished for fucking murdering <laughs> five people. Um, there is something to be said of the the brainwashing, the cult aspect, the being fucked on drugs, the, the all of it, of 
once you go through the rehabilitation process, yeah, I think why the fuck do we have this system in place if not to rehabilitate people? And if they actually are rehabilitated, then yes, they should be allowed to re-enter society. Otherwise, uh, they're like Charles Manson and they die in jail. And they die in jail. And he never rehabilitated. He never wanted to. I he think. never wanted to. Yeah. The dude was fucking crazy from from the get. He 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 was someone who was born into a bad situation and, and just rolled with it in his fucked way. He, yeah. I mean, we, we've we definitely listened to the, we, we mentioned while we were watching, but like the, the last podcast on the left series yep. on Charles Manson, really great, really well researched, uh, very funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> like, of if, course. If you're not funny. familiar with last podca- podcast on the left, absolutely. Just start anywhere. Uh, like, they have some, if you're not into the paranormal ones, those can drag some of the alien shit. They have so but much any of the crime. serial killer stuff yeah. or any of the true crime stuff you're going to like if, you, if you're if you into that stuff. Right. One of our absolute favorites. Yeah. Um, it's what got me into podcasts, really, was finding that and being like, oh, this is super informative and very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, having, honestly, most of what I know about Manson came from that podcast and then doing a little bit of research on my own afterward. Uh, and a lot of this hits it pretty closely because from here we end up with them suiting up and all black what did she call it my uh creepy crawl clothes creepy crawl because that was the thing that they used to do yeah when they would b- before the violence happened they would uh, basically try to break into people's houses yeah. without them waking up it was up. test runs and essentially. they called it creepy crawling creepy crawling or creepy, yeah. creepy crawlers or, or night crawlers you want to play night crawlers charlie <laughs> Charlie. Dan- oh Charlie shit! Manson. Ah, I mean, damn. We the just connections un- are endless. We just uncovered something. We truly did. Um, uh, but yes, you're right. Basically, from here, uh, they're getting ready for the murders that we know that everybody knows. Yes, this is like essentially the climax of the movie. And I was curious about how they were going to pull it off. Right. Um, the I read and I didn't I didn't say to you because I wanted to see how it would play out prior. But I read that the director made a very specific and blatant choice to not really show Sharon Tate's murder because he thought the stabbing of a pregnant woman was too despicable to show. That was too evil for yeah. him. And honestly, thanks, man. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I mean, he made yeah. up for it with plenty of stabs. With plenty of the other stabbings, but uh, the way that... Honestly, I don't remember if they even really showed her death. They just showed uh, he texts basically cuts cu- her face. cuts her face and then it cuts away and it cuts away to that woman, the woman who got her throat slit. Okay, so let's back up. Yes. So uh, we see them suit up and they're all black. This is when they say they were secretly doing speed, uh, and they're like it's Tex and two of the girls. I'm blanking on Sadie, their name. Sadie and Patty. Um, Patty. Patty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and they. I don't think Patty's fucked on meth here, but Sadie and Tex 100% are. Uh, She might as well have been. (laughs) Yeah, but Patty was the one waiting outside who was like yelling, I'm sorry, as as that person, uh, as the dude fell. uh, Sebring died immediately. Jay Sebring, yeah. Yeah. But it was the other guy whose name I'm blanking on. Um, So they go in uh, immediately to the Tate house, Tie they like string this rope around a banister and then set Jay Sebring on a couch and Sharon Tate standing and they're like tied together with this rope that's over a banister and they shoot uh Jay Sebring who falls and then that elevates 
uh, Sharon Tate to her tiptoes in like a really uncomfortable position being kind of levitated by this rope. They also shoot him in like the top of the Yeah, like shoulder. the top of the shoulder. Like very specific. It, yeah. It, I don't, it seemed more mean than yeah. anything There's else. There's a few. We're about to get to another shot that was just like, fuck, dude. Yeah, like something we had not seen before. Yeah, it's just weird and honestly like well done because it's like, okay, that will stick with me. Um, so then they stab the shit out of J.C. Bring while he's on the a ground. Bunch, like a lot of stabs. A lot of stabs. Uh, and then there is another woman who then they start stabbing the shit out of. She ends up in the kitchen after like... Honestly, most of these most of these stabbings take place in the stomach, bordering on disemboweling. Yeah, true. Like they're fucking gross. They are wet as hell. There's so much blood flowing in this. Thing. And a really impressive amount of blood. And well, like I said earlier, it, the blood looks good. Yeah. Like it doesn't look. It doesn't. Obviously, it doesn't look like real. But it doesn't. It doesn't look cheesy. It doesn't look. Uh, the consistency of it looks good. Like it's yeah. not watery. It's not too syrupy. It's it's well done effect for not having any goddamn money. During the scene also, uh, we noticed that kind of like the lighting and cinematography is wild during yeah. this. There's like all these flashing colored lights. Yeah. and it Super remi- trippy. It reminds me a lot of, and you would probably have a better frame of reference, but like Argento. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. Colors, oh, that's a good, the, like, yeah. Kind Specifically of, like Suspiria's lighting. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, It seems like that's, yeah. like, he kind of recreated that a little bit. Um, For sure. During this, it's very chaotic, there's all these flashing lights, bright colors. Yeah. Um, the camera movement is very wild. Yeah, this is where, uh, yeah, the lighting, that's, that's, that's a really good comparison. The lighting definitely feels like some of the more hyper-stylized Argento stuff, um, while also kind of aping the style, even though this technically, I believe, came out before Natural Born Killers. Maybe no, no, that was ninety four. Yeah, I it think. was early nineties. Um, yeah. So it, it's also aping that style, which also has hyper colors in it. But this definitely felt more horror-y, where that felt more um, kind of like for like psychedelic purposes, for sure. Um, which this definitely has some psychedelic elements, just based on how it's edited. Yeah, it's it, in a lot of ways. Yeah, the editing is is really interesting. Because yeah. with all the the cuts back and forth between all these different timelines, between the documentary, all of that stuff. Uh, yeah. But but it, it it never gets it never gets too confusing. No no no. Uh, the only confusing part was the cuts to quote unquote present day because we just didn't expect that or fully know why that was happening until we did. The only time I was confused was when we saw the American flag dildo mask <laughs> at the very beginning of the to movie. start. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's because uh, I hadn't shown him my American flag dildo mask yet. Uh, I, I brought it out during while we were watching and being like, yeah. "Look, see, they it is real." It's, it's not like, that weird. It's like that Eminem commercial with Santa where they go, uh, he is real, and they go, they are real, and they all pass out. Do you remember that? Uh, did you just equate Eminem commercials with American A flag? mouth strap-on? Mouth strap-ons? Yeah. 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 Um, There's nothing I like more with my blood orgies than a mouth strap-on and some M&Ms. <laughs> there if my blood sugar gets low it's for diabetes hey baby <laughs> uh so from here it's a it's a stab fucking fest the woman uh who ends up in the kitchen gets her throat slit very effective scene very effective throat slit uh just such a well done effect and then uh the the she stumbles out but before she stumbles out actually is when they cut to sharon tate uh 
And thankfully, they just show her get like a cut on the face in like a menacing way. And then it cuts back to that woman who is stumbling outside. Which, how is she stumbling? How is she? She's just been stabbed so many times in the stomach and then had her throat slit. She's, she, she's a trooper. <laughs> she is a trooper. She stumbles outside and that's where Patty is. And that's when she starts saying like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then uh, uh, Sadie and Tex come out, tackle her and just keep stabbing. Stab, 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 stab. And yeah. then it cuts to non-JC bring other guy also has like made his way out into the yard and he kind of collapses and Tex catches up to him, sits on top of him and stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Fucking, and it's showing it. It's showing the stabs. You're seeing all the shit go in. You're just seeing blood gushing everywhere. It's a lot. It yeah. really is. Like, it, it, the movie uh, saved itself for the end. Seriously. And honestly, it it followed the same kind of trajectory as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I kept waiting for the flamethrower to show up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're like, if the flamethrower shows up, that we know it's based in reality. Uh, but after that, they just kind of sit there smoking, being like, did you kill that woman? She's like, no, Sadie did. Like, they're just sitting there shooting the shit. Just catching up. Smoking cigarettes, yeah. just hanging out. And then they learn that they have to do more. Charlie wants them to do more. So the next night, uh, and this is historically accurate, they go to the uh, La Bianca house. But they're told to do it a little bit differently because the Tate murders were way too messy, according to Charlie. Uh, he didn't want them to be fearful. He wanted them to be cooperative until the real intentions oh, get revealed. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so they go in more under the guise of this is a robbery. We're separating you, the husband and the wife. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Leno. Because <laughs> yeah. this motherfucker, Colby. Uh, there's, it's rough because Leno has a uh, bag over his head and he's tied up. And he starts getting stabbed, 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 stabbed uh, just as violent and viscerally as the previous murders. And the wife or girlfriend or whatever is in the other room. And just starts yelling, Leno, 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 Leno. And Colby, amongst all of this, goes, oh, no, I'm missing Leno. <laughs> Big laugh from me. I laughed multiple times. As the movie went on, I went, God, that was a good joke. I, re I really liked it. It made me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> Listen, don't talk to me until I've had my Leno. You <laughs> don't know? talk to me until I have my Leno. Uh, so because she starts acting up, what do they do? The stop, 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 stop. They, they need to learn some, some new moves. Fuck. And with this, they had gotten, like, kitchen utensils along with their knives. So they're using, like, uh, uh, grill, what, uh, uh, skewer type I can't remember I know I know what it's called but I can't think yeah of it. you're the meat guy Come it's on. like the two prong stabby thing um they use that we th oh, there was a moment there was a moment where we thought it was we got go real nervous for a quick second a very different direction that it thankfully did not and it's because we've seen so many we, we are we, we are a little bit brainwashed ourselves yeah I yeah. think to, to expect the worst there's a scene uh, where it's because one of the Manson girls didn't stab during the La Bianca murder so Tex uh, to the dead or dying body of this woman she's wearing a dress he uh, pulls up her dress to reveal her butt uh, she's laying face down and essentially goes stab her he hands he hands that like, thing the, that the grill poker tool thing. poker thing and uh, I'm not I'm not going to detail what we thought was going to happen. <laughs> we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to. But based on these movies, we thought something was going to happen. But no, they just stab 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 her butt cheeks. Yeah, which <laughs> still bad. Which was a relief 
yeah, who are we? Who the fuck are we? What has We're like, oh, thank God. Thank God they're just stabbing the cheek. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. And then, uh, thankfully, from there, there is no more stabbings. Yep. Yet, actually. Now that I think about that, (laughs) yet. Hold on. I forgot about the ending. Uh, Thankfully, there's no more stabbings for a moment. And uh, it cuts to the reality of the situation of they get arrested, Charlie goes to jail. At this point, though, fun fact, uh, pretty much after the blood orgy, we don't see Charlie again. That's Not true. once. Yeah, he doesn't show up. The actor quit the movie. Whoa. Apparently. Yeah, and they just, f- that's why you only hear him, like, over the phone and too shit. Much, too much sex. Yeah, he was, he was cummed out. Ugh. He was He was dry. <laughs> You <laughs> shriveled up little man. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can't fit a lot in there. <laughs> no, 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 you cannot. Uh, so it's mostly just now it's like that documentary type footage of the newscaster getting ready to do this like 25th anniversary special for TV, and we are still seeing these junkie punks, uh readying themselves for something. So it's back to the present day. Yeah, back and to the present day. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of, like... Are they, are they making, like, weapons? Yeah, well, they're... You don't know what they're doing until they show up. They're in up. this, like, dark basement doing, yeah. doing a lot of drugs. They're all naked all doing the Doing all their fucking weird uh, mouth-strap-on sex shit. Yeah, man. Mm. These guys... What do you think these guys smelled like? Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeesh, man. It's visceral. Yeah, little little Elijah Wood-looking dude. He wasn't smelling good. He don't, was like a cross don't between... Don't you dare. He was like a cross Speak between... Speak of Elijah Wood. Uh, Anton uh, Yelchin's character at the end of Green Room mixed with Elijah Wood. Because he had like that kind of shaved head Two perfect thing angels. One well, a literal well, angel. Well, one a literal, yeah. Genuine R.I.P. Love that dude. Love that guy. Uh... So they show up, and yeah, they're like, they're building this stuff, and you don't really know what it is until you see it at the end, and it's like this uh, two-liter bottle filled with newspaper wrapped around the barrel of a gun to make like a makeshift silencer, uh, which they, I guess, use, but immediately another guy pulls out a gun and just starts shooting, so it completely defeated the purpose. Yeah. Uh, But they break into this newscast, uh, newscaster's office, uh... I guess they knew that he was doing the special or knew that he was the one who interviewed these people years back. So they broke in, fucked on heroin. Like, we saw them using, like, right before doing this. No, dude, that was insulin. They're diabetic. Oh, you're right. That scene was gnarly, too. The I actual feel so heroin seen. scene. Uh, like, that looked real as shit. Yeah, I mean, needles, uh, when when in movies, and, and when you can't tell if it is, like, fake or not, yeah. that's always, uh, it makes me feel very gross and uncomfortable. Yeah. In... In conjunction with their supposedly being real oral sex in this, uh, also supposedly the weed they were smoking throughout the movie was real as well. Yeah, that's that's safe to assume. That's safe to assume because you you can act how they were acting at uh, stoned. Yeah, um, I mean, all they're doing is having orgies. <laughs> I mean, seriously, before the blood orgies, just regular orgies. Yeah, just regular orgies. Um, so they they break in and put the put the two liter to this guy's head and he's like wait and they don't and they shoot him <laughs> and then what does little elijah wood do he hops on top of him and snap 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 snap, snap. yeah just a, a, a true acolyte yeah and he's got two knives he's got one in each hand just going to town double fisting double fist double fisting stabbing this newscaster to death and then they leave uh and it cuts to i guess them doing a drug deal like getting drugs from somebody who's wearing a charles manson shirt 
<laughs> and they're like, hey, why are you wearing that shirt, Todd? <laughs> yeah. Why are you wearing that shirt, Todd? And uh, he turns around and it says, uh, Charlie don't surf, uh, which is a phrase that was used after Charlie got arrested because he used to surf and now Charlie can't surf anymore. Can't surf in prison. Can't surf in prison. And I guess they take offense to him being like a false idol of Charlie. So they stop, 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 stop. Oh, speaking of idols. Oh, right. The one of the, I, that shirt. I love this shirt. Uh, See if you can find it somewhere. I, yeah, I need to look this up. Uh, one of the uh, junkie punks, the girl of the group, is wearing a shirt with uh, the crucified Jesus's face wearing the crown of thorns on it. And it says, kill your idols underneath. And I was like, that is actually punk as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, you should do some research. I like that shirt. Find that I like yeah. that shirt. Uh, so they stabbed this dude, but I guess he had a friend that wasn't in frame because they just cut to another guy running and they shoot him. We forgot the dude that, okay, let me jump back. Cause we were talking about the weird positions of people getting shot. The dude yes. that Tex, uh, meets up with in the yard and stabs, they shot him straight up in the armpit. That's true. That was gross. That was like, Oh, I like, don't want to get shot there. It seems like. I mean, obviously getting shot anywhere seems horrible. Yeah. But specifically, something about the armpit just is just, like... Wild. And the weird, like, down on the shoulder. Like, those two spots are like, fuck, man. Yeah, I've never have, seen that before. Yeah, wouldn't have thought to have that happen. So they uh, they shoot this guy that's running away and then steps up to him. But they cut back to this Manson dude that they had just killed, the guy wearing the shirt. Mm -hmm. And they're just bashing his fucking head in on a curb. There's some curb stomping happening. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking gnarly. It's yeah. a really gnarly effect. And then the screen goes white. And for like 30 seconds of nothing. Uh, just like a buzzing noise kind of. And then uh, credits. And then it's over. That's our yeah. movie. I mean, it, it ends... Kind of how I would expect it yeah. to end. Like, uh, nihilistically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, like, who cares? Exactly. Yeah, like, this shit's just gonna happen whether Manson's in jail or not. Right. His, his, his power, or not power, his influence uh, uh, far extends the cells of um, the prison as well as fucking drugs, man. I mean, this movie was... Good, dude. I liked it. Uh, we should also say Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. Yeah, and interestingly enough, I wanted to pull up his. I'm review. curious because yeah, you you mentioned the the rating. I, I want to see like what he, he mentioned. He specifically what I want to read is the ending of his review. He mentions uh, the rating itself. Oh. Um, so he's Roger Ebert is is my boy. He's the one who got me into film criticism. Yeah, in 2020, a lot of his reviews, in hindsight, don't necessarily hold up by current cultural standards. He talks about women and like how sexy they are sometimes, and it's dumb. What was his uh, lone screenplay that he wrote? Uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, which is a softcore porno directed by Russ Meyer. Yeah. I own it, but I haven't watched it yet. It's on Criterion. We'll do it. We'll do an episode. We could. We easily could do that. For just anything for Raj. Anything for Raj, baby. Uh, he said he ended his review of the Manson family, a three out of four star review, by saying, "We come to the question of a star rating. Convention requires me to assign stars to every film. Do I give the Manson family four stars because it does what it does so successfully and uncompromisingly, or do I give it zero stars for the same reason? I will settle on three because it is remarkable enough that I do not want to dismiss it." But that doesn't mean that you should see it. I mean, that's a, a really apt description. Yeah, he's like, it accomplished what it set out to do uh, competently, effectively, uh, but 
you are probably not going to have a great time watching this. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the exact way that I think we would describe it, where it's like, it's well-made, it's effective, uh, it's unique, it's super, super unique. Yeah. And it, it does what it's trying to do. And, and yeah, but we can't necessarily recommend this to anybody because... Honestly, it's... It, the last 30 minutes are the hardest, but this is, this is definitely the most... Uh, uh, sexual film that we've watched for the pod so far and that includes all the tip milk and that includes uh happiness i don't remember there being anything sexual about the tip milk oh speak for yourself (laughs) uh the uh because this is sexual not perverse and it's sexual true uh it's it's just consistent orgies there's just so many fucking orgies going there is the blood orgy and then the blood orgy which is uh definitely the most graphic because it mixes the gore with it but that's also the scene where we believe that's where the unsimulated shit's happening um overall if you're into this sort of thing if you can handle uh grindhouse exploitation style shit this will be up your alley for sure i mean it's like we said, it's it's competently made. Yeah. It, it really effectively uh, kind of apes the grindhouse yep. effect. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a cool movie that... The that, fact that this ended up officially, like the version we saw came out in 2004 is fucking wild to me. It took a while to get there. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Like this movie does not feel of early 2000s no. at all. No, not, not I mean, even close. This movie wouldn't get made now. No, not in the way that, or if it did, it would just straight up be direct to video, like not getting a lot of press. No, uh, Roger Ebert, Ebert would, would not, not have reviewed it. Yeah, no. he would not have even touched this movie. No, no, no. And it's honestly, I'm very surprised that he liked it as much as he did because he notoriously hated shit like this. But he is right. But like he's correct. His, yep. his description is absolutely right. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, would would you say you got any any palate cleansers for this? Hmm. Uh, lately, I mean, I'm, I'm back on my Ghost of Tsushima train. Hell yeah. So that's what I've been doing you a beat lot it? lately. I, I told you the last time we hung out, man, I was like, holy shit, this game's significantly longer than I was anticipating. I thought I was like well into act two and I'm like just at the beginning of act two. Sure. It's fucking wild. Like after you dip out tonight, I'm, I'm playing more Ghost of Tsushima. Good. I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad you're back into video games. Yeah. I've been, I've been, it's been really, work has really sucked recently. I've been not having a good time with it. Uh, and it's been a good just shut my mind off, play some video games. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give that a try more because I it, it's been a second since I've jumped into like a, a good solid good like, story single based. Player game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my palate cleanser is I mentioned a few weeks ago uh, that I had ordered an Oculus uh, Quest, uh, which having never done VR or anything before was maybe a risk. Um, but luckily, it's awesome. It is so cool. It really does feel very futuristic. <laughs> And I'm grateful that I don't get uh, motion sickness because that would suck. Yeah, that would suck. Um, but it is awesome. Like, I've yeah. only bought one game so far and downloaded just as much free stuff as I mm. could get. Because which is, And you've said there's a ton of free stuff. So much free stuff. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. And the one game that you downloaded, you showed me the uh, gameplay or trailer for, and it looks fucking fun as fuck. You will absolutely try Hot, it. hot. Super hot. Super hot. Which super is hot. not a porno app. Not yet. Not, not until you're done with it. Yeah. No. It, it depends on how you use it. <laughs> any app can be a porn. Exactly. App. Exactly. Uh, no, but it is the the VR is is super cool and it it's so smooth. Like it yeah. feels like how I kind of imagine it would feel. You you describe it as like uh, John Wick the game. 
It's super hot, yeah. yeah. It is basically that, exactly. And, like, uh, being able to, like, throw up your gun and catch it. and then bow, 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 bow. All fun things. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to, to just keep messing around with it and keep... Hell yeah. Uh, ...finding weird, fun games to play around with. I'll be... I'll be... I'll be fucking with that soon. Probably the next time we hang. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to make you. Yeah, no, I will My goal is yeah. to get you sick. I, I get a little motion sick. Good. Uh, so, and I've done VR previously, and... So there's this plank VR thing I told you about for the audience where you go up this elevator to like the 25th or 30th floor or whatever and it opens and it's just like a plank that goes out over the edge and I didn't leave the elevator. I couldn't do it. Like I genuinely was like going to have a panic attack. I, I hate heights and I get motion sick. It was the worst. I started sweating. I'm like, going to download that one could, just do it, for you. Do it. Do it so you can see, like, oh, this is weird. I don't like it. I'll do it. My buddy just jumped right off. And he was like, damn, I wish that was real. I wish I was cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. We have an idea for next time. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and, let's go ahead go ahead and say it. Yeah, okay. sure. So this will be not – is this going to be your first film by him? Oh, no, 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 no. What have you seen? Uh, Elephant Man. Okay. All right, right, right. Uh, so we are doing David Lynch's debut feature-length film, Eraserhead. Which I love. I've seen it a good handful of times, but it's been a minute since I've seen it last. Um, and I think this would be a good introduction for his more uh, weird shit. And him. I and I know, even though I haven't necessarily seen all of David Lynch's movies, I you know a have lot about a pretty him. good understanding of yep. David Lynch and and kind of what he's all about. And it's never been my thing. Yep, to uh, say the least. The more experimental. Uh, as we've discussed on the podcast, Colby's very much plot-driven, likes a very good story. Uh, Eraserhead doesn't really have one of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I'm ready to try it. Let's do it. I mean, I'm, I am legitimately excited because it's going to look awesome. Oh, it looks so good. Uh, the and music's great. It looks fantastic. And Lynch does the music. He's a musician as oh, well. Oh, I did not know that. He co-did it with somebody else. But he has, yeah, he has standalone albums outside of his movies. How many um, do you own? None. I don't like his music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's very good. It's not my thing. <laughs> and I like some really dumb, weird, esoteric shit. Yeah, and you're right. He's no Charles Manson. He's oh, fuck off. <laughs> he's no John Carpenter. There we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to revisit Eraserhead. It's definitely not our typical fare. Uh, this is more of just an art house experimental weird uh, more of a tone disturbing than actually yeah. what's on screen. Less actually extreme. Yep. Which and I'll wear the... I'll wear my I have a I have a uh, a uh, eraserhead shirt that I'll wear when yeah we, you got to wear it. Watch it in heaven. Uh, everything is fine. I'll cut my hair to match that guy. Oh hell yeah, dude! Jack Nance is that actor's yeah, name. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll have that. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, maybe so maybe yeah. we'll do a video on for that. We're just kidding. Not we'll yet. figure it out. We'll see. We'll we see do. how the first one goes. Yeah, we Hopefully do. You guys we like do it. like the idea of doing more video stuff. Yeah, um, we had a lot of fun doing that yeah. one. Uh, we 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 think it's pretty funny and had a uh, had a really good time doing it. Please let us know. Yes, if, if you like it, if you thought it was bad, don't let us. Yeah, know. Yeah, we should say that um, it's on it's on the Cellar Dwellers YouTube channel. You'll know this at this point. Yes, but. this shouldn't this shouldn't be news. Um, but yeah, check it out. Um, we'll, we'll do some more fun stuff in the future. We, we have some ideas that we want to try and, uh, yeah. Well, this probably won't be the last time that we, uh, we visit the old, uh, Jim Van Beber. Uh, the list of movies that I sent Colby before we watched this one, he actually stars in one of the American guinea pig, actually two of the American guinea pig movies. 
which if you're unfamiliar, just Google it. They're fucking gross, apparently, and we'll eventually cover them. We'll get to them eventually, we'll get to for them. sure. We got we have plenty of movies to choose from. Yeah, the, yeah, the well is endless, <laughs> yeah. it seems. The internet's a big place. Yeah. So with that, y'all, thanks for stopping by. We're the Cellar Dwellers. Bye. Bye.